0: I always think that every episode that I do is really important. <laughs> so, I tend to introduce each and every one of them with like it's very timely and at this in this day and age we really need to be paying attention to these things and uh, but I I truly believe it. I think that I mean these topics are just pouring out of me and I literally have a list of hundreds of them. Um, so the next one, the one that we're going to be talking about today are deep-rooted origins of dis-ease, addiction, and chronic illness because, well, we are facing an epidemic of chronic illness as we've been talking about and addiction is part and parcel to pretty much every one of those chronic illnesses, maybe a causal factor of or a, um, a comorbidity or even the initial or most glaringly obvious um. Disease ease or state of dis-ease or uh, lack of health. So what are those origins and where do they come from and is it something that just falls from the sky and you're born with it? Well I would say no and so today we're going to be discussing those origins um, and uncovering the deep roots of them so that we can maybe get rid of the weeds. So I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Family Health Revolution Podcast with Coach Carla Atherton, where she discovers, uncovers, explores, and reveals the secrets to true family health and wellness. All right, so let's do some weed plucking. (laughs) I love saying that because if you've seen my infographics, um, my health health trees, I have all of the diseases or diseases or causes of um, ill health uh, represented as weeds. So um, we don't want the weeds. We want to identify them. We don't want to pluck out the things that are useful or beneficial or beautiful. We want to find the things that are actually entangling our uh, healthy roots that are soaking up all the good nutrients and water and taking away from the healthy uh, health tree that is us. So I want. So let's explore that. And as I was saying in the introdu- introduction to this uh, episode, I was talking about... Or, or, just touching on the topic of causal factors and we've talked about that a few times in different episodes and what I mean by that is that with every sort of disease or state of discontent or ill health or maybe even an addiction or a chronic illness or even a fleeting illness there's always a reason it's not just something that just happens to you I mean it doesn't mean that you can always control it it doesn't always mean that Um, You know, it's going to come. It doesn't mean you can always prevent it, but there is always a reason. Uh, And sometimes we don't even know what that reason is. I remember one time I went to a gastroenterologist and I was like, okay, look, man, this stuff is not normal. You know, why do I still have these digestive issues? And he's like, well, sometimes we just live with pain. And I said, well, okay, but I guess sometimes we just live with pain. And he said, we just never know what it is. And I said, well, sometimes we don't know what it is, but it's always something. There's always a reason for what's happening. Um, so, yeah, so the origin of disease that this this requires an investigation into root causes. And so asking the question, what got me here? And it's not to lay blame, like I've always said, it's, all, it's just to find out why, because once we know why, then maybe there's something we can do about it, and most times there is. So my question I also ask myself and have my clients ask is, where do my ideas, my state of mental health and emotional health, where do they come from? And so we go through all of that stuff in an intake form and, you know, we go through all the physical stuff and the environment and all that kind of stuff that we're going to talk about a little bit more right now. Um, but we also go into the mental, emotional stuff. And that's the stuff when I, I, that I really want to dig into today. So there are three different categories of experience i think when it comes to finding out what the root causes of a disease or an addiction or a chronic illness might be for you or for anybody in your family and so that first category is what was given to you so if you're considering that question for yourself you ask yourself what was given to me this is um and there are different uh, categories of that that i'm going to go into in a, a second um, what have i experienced so first what was given to me what was i born into Second is, what have I experienced? And the third one is, what have I created myself? So let's explore those origins. And the first thing we usually think about are physical, experienced origins, right? And even when we think about those experienced origins, if we don't think in the, um, through the lens of like lifestyle medicine or functional medicine, sometimes we even miss those. Sometimes people don't even know that, um, you know, chemicals can affect them or things in their environment affect uh, downstream effects of health or, um, you know, a mindset or uh, something that were you were told or believed, or maybe even something that you did or ingested yourself, right? So a lot of people actually don't even, uh, don't know that and uh, so let's go through some of those things so let's go upstream and so physically speaking we've got the physical environment right so we've got um, how much light we have in our environment we've got chemical load maybe mold toxicity in the environment Um, we have an energetic environment as well we have emf exposure Uh, those sorts of things are in our physical environment we also have infection, uh, so that sort of those infections can actually be the cat- catalyst for downstream symptoms or even chronic illness down the road. Um, we have stress it can be an experienced origin, so it could be stress that we uh, a low level stress that happens all day long. It could be um, you know bouts of stress. It could be one huge stressor that sets you know, a big health chronic or a chronic condition or even an addictive behavior into motion. And we've got nutrition, right? So what are we putting into our bodies? What are we eating? What are we not eating that we need to eat? Um, We've got sleep, uh, which is huge. Uh, Sleep is a very integral part of the our well being. We detox while we sleep, we rest and repair Uh, We get ready for the next day. And if we don't sleep, we don't have nice, clean brains and uh, enough repair done so that we can keep going the next day. And um, rest. Uh, Rest is not sleep. Rest is chilling. (laughs) Rest is hanging out with your cat. Um, And so how much rest we have can really uh, inform us and our, our bodies and be catalysts for good health or ill health. Um, so that's another physical experienced origin um, and physical activity. You know how much do we move? How little do we move? How do we move? When do we move? All of those things. So each of those experienced origins to either good health or ill health, uh, we go through. I go through in detail in different. Uh, I will be going into them, or I already have addressed them in this podcast. So downstream. From that, from these uh, upstream inputs, right, the environmental inputs, would be things like inflammation, reactivity, like food reactivity, and inflammation that causes all manner of chronic illness. Inflammation and reactivity can also cause addictive behaviors, believe it or not, because sometimes the brain can be inflamed. It can cause uh, 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 feelings of depression and anxiety and overwhelm and all of those emotions that we associate with just like feelings but it also can be based in a physical inflammatory response um, and reactivity so you know when you have allergies or you have food sensitivities or you have an inability to handle stress um, and then infection can also be downstream so infection can be a catalyst but it can also come out of a, a, a suppressed immune system out of previous inflammation and then again, we come through this whole cycle of further stress, which causes all the rest of all the cascade to happen again. So we need to interrupt that somewhere, right? Um, and and sometimes we're looking at the physical experienced origins of our ill health and disease. Um, and the, But what I want to get to now is talking about the emotional experienced origins as well. And um There's an emotional environment of the family that we can experience um, and that, you know, everybody listening can actually imagine what it's like to be in your family home or in the family, the home that you grew up in or your bigger, larger, extended family and what that was like for you growing up and then now in your adulthood or what it might be like for your children and some families are very boisterous some are very stressed out some don't get along some have specific beliefs and systems and um, they profoundly affect the health of each member of that family we can also have developmental trauma that can lead to states of disease and addiction and chronic illness and we're going to talk a lot more about trauma um, in future episodes but um, trauma can be experienced um, from the littlest of experiences right like where we think oh you know that's okay you just fill off your bike you're fine Johnny you're, you're gonna be all right you're, there's nothing wrong and if that child is not able to move through that trauma um, in a healthy way and being held and and safe through it um, that can actually or that event sorry it turns into a trauma so not every event is going to be traumatic, even the big ones, even loss and uh, and and uh, tragedy. They don't necessarily have to turn into traumas, if that trauma is moved through in a healthy way. So we'll talk about that a lot more in um, in future episodes. So that's an experienced uh, experience that can turn into trauma, and then again, I said the word developmental trauma just a few seconds ago. And that can happen, those are when those uh, events that turn into traumas happen throughout development and childhood. And they become part of that person's actual nervous system or way of responding or actually rather reacting to life rather than responding. Um, And they can be profoundly debilitating and again be the catalyst of disease, addiction, and chronic illness. So we've also got emotional experiences that uh, stem from the kind of society we live in, and what our societal values are and what the messages are in our societies, our cultural expectations, roles, and limitations. And sometimes cultures are not healthy in some ways, like, I think of our Western culture and how it's, it's really pop culture. It has very little soul, uh, if any. Um, there, are, there are cultures within our culture, for sure. There are family cultures, there are communities, there are, um, you know, uh, I guess racial cultures. But our overall general Western culture is very, uh, I would argue, quite ill and fragmented. And we have unrealistic, um, and unfair maybe is that the word? I don't know, in unequal maybe expectations or roles that you know different classes or races or genders, uh, or sexes play or are expected to play. There are limitations put on us because of the shoulds we are born with. You know, like we are born, uh, let's say you're born a black woman or black female <laughs> in a poor to a poor family, what are those limitations that are, that are placed on you? And how does that affect your state of health? So does it create disease, addiction, and chronic illness? It can, it doesn't always, but it certainly can. And another um, emotional experienced origin would be um, that all of the, well, I guess, all of these things, these these experiences that affect our emotional state, affect the nervous system as well as the physical right the physical and the emotional affect the nervous system and in turn the immune system so when we have a nervous system that is keyed up or that is um, discombobulated um, and this is called psychoneuroimmunology we're going to talk about that in another um, episode Um, this nervous system in turn affects the immune system because it informs the immune system as what to do it tells the immune system that there's a threat or there is not a threat and when there is a threat the immune system is turned it is alerted and then we have inflammation and inflammation again is the mother of all disease um, leading to chronic illness and addiction is most certainly part and parcel to that whole picture so we all. So the next thing I want to talk about, and this is even uh, more interesting to me, is that um, we have inherited origins as well, right? So at the beginning, I was saying that you know what was given to me, what I've experienced, what I've created myself, and so we're getting to the to that um, even deeper part of what was given to me, and we have all these belief systems. Um, that are passed on, right, through learning, okay, so that's what we kind of understand, f- familial learning um, through society, through culture, and, um, all, you know, those, those different mo- modes of learning and being and, and understanding the world, and we're born into those, we're, you know, it, it born into those, but we also have an- ancestral roots and origins to our state of health, and our worldview, and what we experience, and and sometimes the issues are in the tissues. And what's really cool is actually, um, not cool, very interesting is that there are um, commonalities of physical and chronic illness and other ailments in certain groups of people that are ancestors of people that were born into slavery for instance or ancestors of people who experienced the holocaust and it's not just that those those stories were passed down that there were beliefs that the nervous system even had some kind of ancestral roots in that those uh, traumas Um, but also that the issues are in the tissues and the energetic body right so I've actually looked at um, members of my own family thinking wow that issue is not yours that physical condition that state of emotional health that that addiction that did not start with you so um that's another thing to look at when you're trying to find out what the roots are for you and what you can do about it and there are many different modalities that you can look at when you're when you're handling things like an ancestral inherited um issue or emotional state or a stuck emotion Um, and that is to do things like emotion code or family constellation even EFT which is emotional freedom technique can release a person from um, just this what is living in the nervous system in the unconscious and in the tissues and energetic body so um this these all of these things so these inherited origins affect the nervous system and in turn the immune system just like the physical right just like the the experienced origins the physical experienced origins and the emotional experienced origins So another, so the last thing that I want to talk about is what I have created myself and this is one thing that takes a really it, it requires a hard look at what we're doing but not just that and not in a way of finger waving or wagging and saying that you know you've you've brought this on yourself it is such an empowering empowering thing to say what is it of all those things I'm actually perpetuating so let's say i was born with an inherited origin Um, let's say that, you know, I was suppressed and oppressed and told what to do and shoulds placed upon me. I was born into a medicalized um, environment where I always thought there was a pill for an ill, where I felt like I had zero impact on my own health, that I was born with this, um, all those limiting beliefs. But to know that some of those, those, your physical or addictive or chronic conditions, are actually things that you have control over and that you continue to perpetuate, and you can continue to create that same reality over and over again with what you believe. And so, um, and once we believe that we can do something different, we can create something new. So, all right, so that's all I wanna say about that. I'm gonna keep this one a little shorter today. Um, I do want I would love for you to kind of reflect on this and think about this in relation to not only yourself, but to your children to your families. Um, It's such a, a beautiful exploration to take when you are trying to improve the health of your entire family. And, you know, a different legacy maybe from what you were given, a new environment that your family grows up in, a healthier way of living, a a more empowered way to look at their health. Um, And then you create healthier communities and healthier global community as well. So um, I hope you enjoyed this session. And this podcast is sponsored by the Healthy Family Formula, which essentially means that we share our information for free. All we ask is that before you move on to the next hundred things on your to-do list for today, take what you learn and instead of waiting until Monday, January 1st, or any other arbitrary date in the future, act on it now. Buy that new food, start that new routine, shift into that healthier habit. The little steps steadily move you past the miles you leave behind you. For more information about anything related to family health, do pick up my book, which is called Family Health Revolution, and uh, check out our newsletter, blog, individual group and coaching, gr- group coaching programs, and practitioner training program, yes, I teach people to do what I do, at healthyfamilyformula.com. There's more, you can like our Facebook page, facebook.com healthyfamilyformula, but there are more avenues to reach us and follow us. So do follow us on Instagram at HF underscore revolution and follow us on Clubhouse at Empowered Family. So Clubhouse, you gotta get into the club, you gotta download an app, but it's worth every minute because we're gonna do, we're doing a lot of sessions about empowerment, um, especially for the mamas out there. So thank you for listening, as it was a pleasure to spend this time with you today. May you and your family. Be well. Please note that Family Health Revolution podcast is not a source for diagnosis or medical treatment, but is the opinion of the host. This podcast is intended to empower people with information so they can make the best health decisions for themselves. It is up to each person to listen to their inner wisdom, consider the information they deem to be accurate and applicable to their individual situation, and consult with their trusted health care providers, if they so choose, when making any decisions regarding their own health or the health of their loved ones. Each person's health is their own responsibility.